0: for pastors and those of you working hard in the vineyard of the Lord touch not my anointed silence and peace and that's what i want to tell all of my pastor friends who have been working hard in the vineyard making all the mistakes listen this is the season where pastors have been making a lot of mistakes. And you've been under fire. You've been under fire because of it. Um, you've been criticized, ostracized, and rightly so. You know, you've made some mistakes, some of them of your own doing. But here's what I want to tell you is, you hear that? That's the noise of your critics. Silence. You're going to be all right. Want to know why? Because God defends his own Touch my, my anointed still applies for today. Even though there is an abuse of it, even though there's a an outcry against it, uh, God's word will not return void. God defends his own, even when we don't defend ourselves, or even when we do a horrible time at defending ourselves. Even when you're in the wrong, he does not excuse sin, but he will still defend you. And I don't know who I'm talking to today, I really need to encourage you, pastor. I'm a pastor too, I make mistakes. Don't let my videos fool you. Don't let my videos fool you. Um, I'm just as human and flawed as anyone else. I might have momentum and deliverance, but I'm still a pastor. I've been serving as lead pastor for 17 years. And you know what I've learned to do is this. Um, I can't control how other people view. The most I could do is try to empower and better myself. Uh, and when I learn a lesson, I say sorry and I apologize to the respective parties of which I might have committed some sort of infraction. But outside of that, man, I don't, I used to, well, I just stopped badgering myself on it. You want to know why? Because in the end, uh, nothing will separate me from the love of God. And if God did not uh, have in mind my flaws, he would not have chose you for the vineyard. You have not chosen me. For I have chosen you. Now that's, now that alone is enough to have church with. Hey, pastor, hey, leader, hey, overseer of a Bible study, hey, bishop, evangelist, uh, apostle, prophet, overseer, head shepherd, lead servant, uh, chief apostle, archbishop, whatever the case may be, whatever, whatever title works for you, man. I'm, I'm all right with titles. I would tell you this much that if he didn't think you could handle it, he wouldn't have chosen you. He wouldn't have chose you, and guess what? He chose you with all your flaws. He chose you with all your flaws. He chose you with all the mistakes that he knew you was gonna make in the pastorate. And I logged on, and I really, 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 really feel to log on to encourage somebody that's overseeing a pastorate right now. And right now, you're like, man, maybe this is not for me. It's for you. 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 Those of you th- thinking about quitting Talking about you know Maybe I just don't have the personality Or the character to pastor a church Look at the mistakes I'm making No, 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 no uh, Quitting is not an option And you didn't choose yourself For the vocation And you cannot unlist yourself Alright Um At the end of the day Here's, here's the hard lesson of those that left are going to learn. Even if they don't agree with this statement, even if they're in bitterness and anger, here's a truth that they're going to learn very very quickly. Is this, touch not my anointed. Regardless, regardless if the anointed was wrong, <laughs> touch not my anointed. Let me give you the, let me give you an example of this. Let me ask you for those of you that have children. Um, those of you that have uh, children. Now, how many of you know um, your children are not angels, right? Be honest with you, your children are not angels, right? There are days where you get the phone call from school, uh, you get the reach out from auntie or your sister or your uh, your brother or uncles or grandmama. Uh, or how about this? Walking down the street and um, your children in the department store act up. Um, And then they start yelling at your child. Let me ask you a question. What would you do if they started yelling at your child? Even though you know your child was the one in the wrong. What would you do? You would apologize, but you would not let anyone hit your child. As a matter of fact, you wouldn't even let anyone embarrass your child. You will give them a butt whipping and a spanking when you get home, right? Of course you would. Any good parent would. But you would never allow. You would never, never allow anyone, even if they're in the wrong, to sit there and provide the discipline themselves. You would take the heat. You would do all the apologizing. You would pay all of the liabilities. Whatever the case may be, you would take care of it. Now, when you get home, well, I'm from the old school. Mama, grandmama, auntie gave us a butt whipping. How many of you remember those days, right? But... They would never allow anyone to discredit, hit us, uh, embarrass us in the street, even when we went the wrong. Now, imagine the father of spirits and the and the Lord of the harvest. He will never. And I'm sorry, y'all. y'all could get offended and say that's not fair. I don't even know what to tell you. God will never fight against a pastor, even if they're in the wrong, even if they're a Jezebel, even if they're messing up. God will deal with them eventually. And I know that's not, I know that's a hard truth for many people to swallow because we want vengeance now and we want retribution now and we want uh, justice now. Justice will come, but justice is not in your hands. This is what I'm saying. Justice is not in your hands. Uh, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Now, I'm not one of those to get on here and talk about this topic Because you know right well that I go hard on that Jezebel stuff I'm one of the leading voices for this going at Jezebel stuff You know I go hard on that stuff But the truth of the matter is this Is you mean to tell me God will fight against that pastor But can't fight against the imam God will close that church down because they hurt you But he can't close the mosque down Or he can't close the Jehovah Witness kingdom all down But he's going to go at the storefront church around the corner because they hurt you. Because for whatever reason, you left hurt. And now God has told you that in six months that church uh, is gonna close down and and God can't close down the mosque. Uh, and God can't close down uh, Jehovah Witness or the Buddhist temple, he can't do that. But he's gonna close down the little church around the corner because you got hurt. Baby, get over yourself. Listen to me, man, listen to me, listen to me. Let me look at you right in your face. Get over yourself. You ain't that important. Nobody is. Nobody is. God is not going to close that church down cuz they hurt you. As a matter of fact, it's been more than 6 months and the church is still open. Didn't you say? Didn't you say? You said that God told you in a dream that 6 months that church was going to close down. Uh it's going on a year. Baby, you a false prophet. You prophesied. I could go there if I want if you, I could go there if I wanted to. I could go there because you did say that. You did say that. You said That the Lord told you, watch how that thing will close down Oh, it's still open It's still open, you want to know why? Because God don't close churches down Let me tell you the real reason why a church will close down Because they don't pay their mortgage note Or they don't pay their rent if they're leasing a storefront Money keeps a church open Just like money keeps the mosque open And just like money keeps the kingdom hall open Money keeps the world go round and round Listen to what I'm saying you just gonna to have to handle it, and guess what? If you got hurt, you forgive. You wanna know why? Not because they're worthy of being forgiven, uh, but because you wanna be forgiven and you wanna be free. Let me share a secret with you, man. Don't let nobody make you go to hell, because if you die in unforgiveness, you're gonna to go to hell. And and what's crazy is, they'll repent. That same pastor in church that hurt you, they'll repent, go to heaven while you go to hell because you died in unforgiveness. Baby, it ain't worth it, man. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. And at the end of the day, now this is not for me. I'm just sharing this because I've been really thinking about this. And right now my spirit is grieved. I've been feeling like there are a bunch of pastors that have been making mistakes in this season. And, um, and, um, And really feel like, you know what, Uh, I don't know what else to do, you know. And I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. You're going to say sorry. Uh, You're going to fix, learn the lesson. You're going to learn the lesson of what you you did wrong. And then you're going to curve that. Uh, You're going to get in a season of fasting and prayer. You're going to get in the Word. And you're going to get back to making the main thing the main thing of why you started pastoring. And it was what people It was people Oh, But but they're they're saying lies about our ministry They're saying lies about That we're going to close down I'm here to tell you You're not going to close down You're not going to close down God's going to pay every bill of that building God Watch this God is going to pay every bill For both you and the people that you hurt Did you catch what I just said God loves people And at the end of the day Now you know I'm from New York Because I I said at the end of the day Like four times already (laughs) Touch not my anointed God got your back Oh God got your back You know what I do When I make mistakes Uh, Well one I I apologize Very quickly But you know what I do When people Refuse to change You know what I do Um, I tell God To speak to them In their dreams That's what I do I say Lord speak to them In their dreams Because at this point Nothing I say or do Is going to make them Change their view Because Lord I done messed up bad I I learn I learn Guess what? I learned, let me let me ask you a question, parent. How many times have you messed up as a parent with your children? Listen, I got two boys. Got 26-year-old and a 17-year-old. Oh, I could tell you, I messed up throughout the years. Oh, God, I messed up. And guess what? I'm still here. I'm still here. And guess what? My boys will tell you, my pops ain't perfect. Uh... And guess what? I'm still anointed to be their father. You're still anointed to be the pastor. Hey, listen, listen, don't let a few hiccups and hangups uh, question the validity of your call and the authenticity of what God has called you to do. You're called to do it. Listen, you are called to do it. All right. So just fix yourself and uh, stop abusing God's grace. All right. Because let me share something. With, let me sh- and you. and Hey, pastor, you know this, you know this that God will always defend you, even when you're wrong. Why? Because he defends his office, and he defends the gifts. He might not honor your character, but you know he got you, Uh, you know he got you. Did you catch what I just said? It is the way that it is. And you know why they get angry, pastor? Because envy is at the root. It went from offense to waiting for God to bring judgment. God doesn't bring judgment in their time and then it turns to Envy like God why did you allow this person to get away with that or oh, they didn't get away with it those of you that have been hurt by pastors they they didn't get away with it God is going to deal with them in his time just like you would never give your children a butt whipping in front of your friends or in front of, or in the street you wait. Until you get home. And when you get home, you pull out that belt. And in vengeance's mind, saith the dad or the mom. The same thing with Aaron, the high priest. Oh, he criticized his brother Moses. Oh, Miriam got judged. But Aaron couldn't get judged. Why? Because he was wearing that ephod and that breastplate and that turban and the holiness unto the Lord. God couldn't touch him. But eventually God said to Aaron uh, Come up here to Mount Nebo Come up here Come up here." He done forgot This was like 15 years later He said take off your clothes He said take your clothes off And as soon as he took off the office Bible says Aaron died And he actually told him You could go read the text He said I'm going to judge you For what you did 15 years ago We're going to fix that Because what you did was wrong So judgment And vengeance is mine Says the Lord Leave it in God's hands But for the rest of you uh stop prophesying. God's not going to close that church down in 6 months. Just be honest and say you angry and you hurt and you mad. God ain't going to close that church down because they took your tithe. Stop that. Stop that. Mm-mm. He'll he'll deal with them eventually. But he ain't going to close it down. You want to know why he ain't going to close it down? Cuz there's souls in there. And another thing, for those of you that feel that you want to be the hand of God, in bringing judgment against the house. I'm going to tell you this, you're not gonna like it. Judgment is headed to your house. You are not the Holy Spirit, and you are not the judge, jury, and executioner of heaven. And this desire that you feel like, I need you to save people from that house. Oh no, baby, you just in offense and you hurt. Judgment is heading your way. So, when you lose that job, you lose that car, or you get that eviction notice, or whatever the case may be, you could get mad all you want. You're going to remember these words. It's going to be because you don't touch God's anointed, even though they were wrong. You don't touch them. You don't touch them. And this little thing that you feel of like, I got to save people from that house because I left and they hurt, whatever, man. That's not the Holy Spirit. That's you. In a place of revenge That is not justice, that's revenge And that is not the Holy Spirit That's a demon on you That's a demon of unforgiveness And offense It is a demon There's no way around it You are demonized And God is not telling you to do that And I'm here to tell you That they are still God's anointing You better leave them people alone You better leave them people alone And just go on your business And move on Move on and just let it be. And guess what? You're going to be a lot happier. And in God's time. And in God's time. In God's time. He'll, he'll regulate and he'll deal with it. But to my pastor friends. My pastor friends. Hey. Draw your little tears. You're not closing the church down. It's not going to close down. The money's going to show up. And next week's service is going to be packed out again. Why? Because it's God who called you. And just fix yourself. All right? And don't do it again. All right? All right? Uh, And God says, neither do I condemn you. Just go and sin no more. (laughs) Well, God bless you. My name is Alexander Pagani, lead pastor of amazing church located here in the South Bronx, a.k.a. He is Risen Tabernacle. Hey, I'm out of here, guys. This message is for pastors. You're going to be all right. They can't touch you. Why? Because you're anointed. Just stay humble and admit when you're wrong, all right? You're going to be good. I'm out of here. Love you. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.